Welcome to another edition of The Empty Parlor. This is episode 41. I am one of your hosts, Jeff Lynch. And I'm the other host, Matt Lamb. And guess what, y'all? We're at Jeff's house today. Matt and Jeff in person. First time on The Empty Parlor. What the fuck is up? So we just spent uh, maybe an hour warming up, getting everything set up, because when we have to set up uh, in person, it's a little bit different. But we got a little nice... uh, Face to face, a little like better than Joe Rogan set up, but not as good, you know. I don't know. I think it's better. We don't have a, our apartment or our apartment. Our the studio doesn't look like a fucking bunker, like an apocalypse bunker, and there's not like red lights that make it so, like crazy intense. <laughs> and also, I'm not. Uh, I'm not on a bunch of brain pills, dude. I'm not trying to push them on you. <laughs> as you put it, you put, you took enough brain pills to know that it was a dumb idea to take <laughs> yeah. brain pills. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there's a riddle for you. How many brain pills do you need to take before you're too smart to need to take brain pills? Shit is bullshit, dude. Fucking cordyceps mushrooms in my ass. <laughs> hey, you know that stuff that uh, mushrooms use to brainwash ants to spread spores? Put that shit in your body, dude. Yeah, dude, put it in your fucking brain and you can do, like, calculus better. <laughs> I saw this thing on Joe Rogan that said if I ate cordyceps mushrooms, I'll be a better stand-up comedian. Man, I will say, I like as my, I used to listen to Joe Rogan before I did stand-up because I worked for Wells Fargo. And I fucking would sit and I, you know, it was super easy to listen to podcasts. And I never really understood the impact that fucking Joe Rogan would have on the stand-up comedy scene. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I started doing stand-up comedy because I was listening to Joe Rogan. But I do know a lot of people who have started to do that. Not personally, but I know that that is a common thing is that people started doing stand-up comedy because Joe Rogan said anybody could fucking do it. And let me tell you, (laughs) nah. (laughs) Only us. Yeah. Get the fuck, stop. Stop doing comedy. There's too fucking many people. What you need to do is, since Matt is back in the scene, you need to come to empty parlor shows, because we're planning on getting those set up. Yeah, boy. You're here to hear first. We are planning (laughs) a... T-E-P live. For sure. But you know what, though? the Somebody that's not invo- invited, though. I, I mean, there's not much more to talk about with the NP part of the live, but somebody that's not invited is, is Tiny Head Derek. Fuck you, Tiny Head Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny Head Derek, you can't fucking come, dude. You yeah. know exactly who you are. If you went to Charles City High School... And <laughs> Damn, you're specifically calling him out. <laughs> and you have a tiny little head, and you got weird little bangs on top, probably still. <laughs> you're not invited. Fuck you. <laughs> So for all intents and purposes, for, for <laughs> everyone's invited except your ass. Yeah, so everyone can come except for Tiny Head Derek. And, fuck you, Tiny Head Derek. Yeah, fuck you for one. Uh, so the story is that uh, this kid was in my shop class, and one of my best friends, Jericho, was also in there. And Jericho's Jericho's Filipino, and this De- Tiny Head Derek was just being a big time racist. And uh, Jericho heard it, and he <laughs> he was like, <laughs> "What is this?" What? Got super mad, didn't say a word, grabbed Tiny Head Derek by his little neck. It was about the same width as his head. I'm surprised he didn't (laughs) slip off. (laughs) Grabbed him by the neck and just punched him about 20 times in the face. And it was in the hallway. A bunch of people were there, and a teacher walked out of the room and looked at what was going on. And they just shrugged their head and was like, <laughs> I imagine they're like, fucking kid deserves it. <laughs> Dude's head's way too tiny. Man, that's the type of teacher you want, too, is the teachers that are like, I can't hit this kid, <laughs> but I'm not going to stop this other one from doing that. Yeah, this kid's a piece of shit. I'm pretty sure he's like, his family's not great. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. All I know is I didn't grow up in that area, so I don't have to worry about tiny head Derek fucking with me. So, yeah, dude, for all I know, man, 
I still fuck you, Tiny Head Derek, but he might be a he might be a domestic terrorist at this point. I don't fucking know. Yeah, fuck that guy. He seems like the type. <laughs> I mean, he's a racist, so that's pretty on point. <laughs> yeah, he was probably waving fucking. He's from Iowan, waving Confederate flags. Oh, that should man. <laughs> I, like, do you know where? You, do you know where you live, Iowa? Like, I mean, can I just ask you that? Uh, do your Iowans that have Confederate flags do you, do you know where the fuck you live? Please <laughs> I mean, explain. Also, in America in general. Yeah, <laughs> those guys lost. Yeah, let me <laughs> a long time ago. Like I like I'm a Cubs fan and, I, and you know maybe I'll I'll, wear, I'll fly a Cubs flag but you know we did win one World Series yeah at least one no two right I, well yeah one recently I yeah. guess <laughs> yeah at least the Cubs came back dude. yeah dude but, but I mean the Confeder- Confederacy didn't even win maybe they won some battles dude Rick and Morty has lasted longer than the fucking Confederacy no shit and people were like fucking Rick and Morty won't touch that shit and they got a Confederate flag <laughs> hanging behind them. Man. man what the fuck you're, you're supporting these dumb fucking programs it's not even that cool dude <laughs> hey man look behind you bro correct i will say i was much more of a fan of rick and morty until season two came around and everybody was like yo dude have you seen rick and morty and i'm like yeah i i, I was there the, the night it aired because i love dan Harmon. and <laughs> yeah like you fucking tell me to watch the show <laughs> i told you to watch a month ago like fuck you that's true if somebody was like trying to get you to watch it and they're like they're not watching it, and then season two comes out, and they're like, bro, you need to watch this, actually. Dude, it happens all the time, where like I'll tell somebody about a thing, and then they'll fucking be like, have you heard about this thing? And it's like, no, haven't. Tell me about it. I've been telling you about it for months, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, like my friend like clued me on on it, because uh, he told me that, because I had watched Community with him, and I'd really enjoyed Community, and Great then show. he informed me that the creator of Community was had this like crazy like space show like cartoon, and I was like, that sounds fucking cool. So we were at a party one night, and a, like a random person's like, not a random person, but I just don't want to say their name on the podcast, but, uh, it's tiny head Derek, tiny head Derek's lake house. <laughs> but, uh, we were at somebody's lake house and there's like two different areas. There's like, there's like a cabin area type situation. And then there's like the big actual like lake house, lake house. So we went into like a different area, like a completely different like building <laughs> to, to, bro to like get on their fucking cable and watch <laughs> Rick and Morty at like one thirty in the morning. Drunk bro. as shit. Oh my God. When, when Rick and Morty's new. Oh, I can binge, I can binge it now. I mean, I mean, you just said you haven't you fallen off of it. I fuck. I'm a Rick and Morty fan, dude. Yeah, I, I sort fan. of fell off. I mean, I, I still I watched through season three. I think it's as far as I've watched. Oh man, dude, maybe we should watch a couple episodes of Rick and Morty. Tonight. I'm fucking down. Yeah. I mean, it's there's four seasons now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just I didn't watch any of season four because I didn't have like. I don't know. I I think I was just like watching other shit at the time, or it just wasn't. But I don't know. I I also like think that i wanted to to become a full season because weren't, weren't they releasing it weekly at the time uh yeah like normal yeah, yeah so i mean I, don't, I think i just wanted to wait until they were done and then binge it, it was oh and then my, you forgot yeah and then i just haven't gotten around to it because i started watching other shit i got into lost i don't know if i've talked about that <laughs> dude i started watching lost and i was like what the fuck is going on here, <laughs> it's <man?"> nonsense <laughs> but like i got into it and i'm like this show fucking it's good but like i don't i don't know how i feel about it but like i got i'm fucking Two and a half seasons. Like, I'm halfway through season three. Like, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, but I'm too invested. Like, you get two and a half seasons into Lost. You're like, well, I'm fucking watching Lost. <laughs> I think what happened to me is that I fell asleep down here. And <laughs> Caitlin was like, why the fuck are you falling asleep downstairs? And I was like, I don't know, watching Lost. <laughs> but... <laughs> I didn't watch. I watched like one episode, maybe yep. two episodes, and I saw that like monkey or hippo, or whatever that was, gorilla, polar bear. <laughs> yeah, you're, a, you nailed yeah, it. <laughs> it was just some scary fucking thing flying at him. 
And the, yeah, polar bear comes out of nowhere. They kill the polar bear, and then they don't talk about the polar bear. I'm like, this is bullshit, dude. I'd be yeah. fucking screaming about this polar bear. There's a fucking polar bear on a tropical island. Yeah, they're like, I don't know. There's like a mist. There was a fucking polar bear, dude. <laughs> I mean, that being said, if there was like a smoke monster, I feel like I a polar bear would be. Yet, dude. Oh, fair, but I mean, like, oh yeah, that's right. I guess they haven't seen. There was like a, I guess there was also like a dinosaur or whatever the fuck. Like, there's like a monster island. Yeah, but it's, but it's like also, also not. It's, yeah, it's also my, maybe a dream, and all like it makes no fucking sense, Jeff Lynch. <laughs> None. I was watching that and I was like, okay, this guy's the good guy. And then I started realizing I was like, okay, so ever whenever they do like a little expose on a guy, it's gonna end up like there's a twist. Oh so yeah. So I was just expecting the twist. I know that's the thing. Is like every character has like a hero arc and a villain arc so far well not everyone but like right. so far that what i've watched like most of the characters have had their hero arc and their villain arc like except for except for the main guy hasn't really had like a big villain arc is that I, the doctor or is yeah. that the big guy okay the, yeah the main like doctor guy he has like his his villain arc isn't even really like it doesn't make any sense for him my big thing with him, like, I don't really like him as a character because this big thing is like, I don't want to be in charge, but, like, I have to be. And it's like, then, what? And then he's like, why does everybody want me to be in charge? He's like, because you're fucking constantly taking charge. Yeah, it's like you, I think from the first episode, he was like a high-level lo- uh, doctor, right? So yeah. So it's like, you have you have strong management skills because yes. you can operate under high intensity in operations and whatever the fuck is going on as a doctor that requires yeah. you to manage nurses and an t- entire infrastructure team around you and make sure that the right things are happening at the right time and follow the procedures. So you're probably the guy to lead, dude. Yeah. Like, what do we get? We, we don't have any generals. We don't have any fucking, like, high-level military guys that are experienced with this. Yeah, so it, what are you talking about? Exactly. Like, in the, he's like, what am I the leader? <laughs> Dude, you're the fucking doctor yeah. on a tropical island that people are stranded on. And people no, are getting hurt, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, no shit. You're the fucking person that everyone talks to. Everyone is injured. <laughs> Dumbass. Everyone's like, I'm fucking hurt. He's like, why? Why am I the guy fixing everybody? Why? What the fuck? They're like, don't you have, don't you have Thomas Francis University PhD? Yeah. <laughs> well, then like, there's a fucking like old dude who's like a secret commando type guy. Like, I don't know. If oh he... shit. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. So we well, can like, talk spoilers. Oh yeah. So it's a fucking old. It's a 2005 show. If anyone's pissed about lost spoilers, dude, eat it. We have somebody throws a fucking brick through my window. Yeah. Fuck you. But yeah. No. There's like one of the John Locke is like. <laughs> He's just—he's the older guy, the older bald guy. I don't know if, hmm. yeah, he. That guy's clear, clearly special forces. How they're showing him. Yeah, he's but like, I know things that you'll never know. Yeah, but he—he <laughs> yeah. he actually was like a fucking desk jockey at a box company. Oh, but he used to be a commander? no. Oh, he's a faker. No, he's not a faker. He just like did a bunch of like research and like he does he does know all the things he knows. But, but like, like Tom Clancy novel shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh. and, like, so he like he knows how to do all the stuff, that's, and he's like useful as shit during the show. But like. Everyone thinks he was, like, some fucking, like, army guy. He's like, I know, I was a... Bo-. And, like, in there's, like, a whole thing where back in the... They, they've never explained it, but, like, he was in a wheelchair. But then most of the stuff that they show when they're doing his, like, hero and villain arc... It's like sprinting as fast as he Yeah, he has no fucking... Yeah, well, so he has a wheelchair, and then the plane crashes, and he can move his legs again. Oh, my God. He got plane crashed yeah. <laughs> out of his paralysis. So that's a whole fucking thing. They have not explained... They have not explained how he was paralyzed because during his hero and villain arcs, he can walk. This is his dream. Well, maybe. No one fucking knows what's going on because it could also be that the big fat guy is insane. But he won the lottery though, right? Well, so he was in an insane asylum and one of the people who... Oh. Yeah. So there's an... Again, sorry for fucking Lost spoilers. Hey guys, if you haven't seen Lost... 
This good is now you. a lost podcast. Yeah, good good for you for not watching Lost. Also, good good for you for sticking around. Yeah. <laughs> but also, but yeah. spoilers are going to happen, and I really don't give a fuck. But yeah, so so the guy who won the lottery, uh, he's in, he had like some sort of schizoid freakout. And like had a imaginary friend that only he could see and didn't realize that he wasn't real because he was like in an insane asylum because so he accidentally killed uh. some people because he was not he, and, you know it's whether or not he had a knife yeah. and people well, were around well he, he was like he was like on a deck and like it collapsed under his weight and so he like felt super guilty oh my god yeah and like two people died so he like he's like I killed these people and then like there's this like guy who's like trying to help him like bail out of the like insane asylum. But then, like, he saw a picture that the doctor took of them, too, and it's just him. And then that guy shows up on the island. Oh. And, and the guy's like, oh, I'm insane. Maybe this is all fake. And the guy that's like, he's like, dude, you just got to kill yourself, and then you'll wake up. Like, Oh, shit. Yeah, so it, it might be that Hurley's insane. It might be that the other dude's dreaming. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on with Man, this show. This is a this is a lost podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the uh, empty lost podcast. <laughs> the lost parlor. <laughs> yeah, the empty lost parlor. No, uh, so, fuck, I don't give a shit. Let's keep going down yeah. this. this. is actually, Man, like... I haven't had anyone brain. to talk about Lost with, so... <laughs> That's... So, dude, his his imaginary friend told him to kill himself so that he would wake up. So, maybe he had a mental break once he got on the island. Because I thought his backstory was that he won the lottery and he just was, like, going on a trip, right? Well, sort of. Okay, so there's... A series of numbers. It's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like 4, 8, 16... Or 4, <laughs> 8, 4, 8, 15, 16, 24... Three forty something. It's like something like that. Uh, you got them exactly right. For all we know, yeah. but uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's but it, it's a series of numbers that like one of the people at the insane asylum kept repeating like over and over, just saying them over and over and to he himself. Used that for and the he used lottery. that to win the lottery, and then like all and of a sudden, the guy he, was like, "You use the numbers." Yeah, and he yeah, kept having that. like super bad luck because of it. So he went to Australia for some fucking reason, where like I think that like the guy he used to be in the insane asylum with, maybe like. Well, I mean, what other place to have bad luck than Australia? Yeah, so, <laughs> you have bad luck in Australia, I think you're going to die a lot faster he's, yeah, you're in so Connecticut. <laughs> he goes to, like, find out the, like, meaning of these numbers, and then, like, that's when the plane crashes on the way back. Because everybody went to Australia for some fucking reason or another. Hmm. Also, there was the whole, like, weird, like, pseudo-incestuous, like, stepbrother-sister relationship situation. What? Yeah, like, you know, the brother, the, like, the... Brother and sister. Oh, the guy's like blatantly a bad guy. He's just like a jerk. Yeah, well, like, right? I, is that Survivor? I don't know. I'm getting well, these no, two mixed up. No, it's the, it's the like it's the sister and brother, but like they're like it's their step siblings, and like the brother is like clearly in love with his like sister stepsister, and they like super imply that they fuck at one point like in the past, and it's just really weird. And they both die. Just again, lots of spoilers. Huh, dude. I'm sorry, but all I can think about. Is since you brought up Rick and Morty, then you brought up the incestuous porn with stepbrothers and stuff. I'm pretty sure that Rick and Morty like set forth in motion a big string of incest porn. I think that was around was beforehand. It? So it's like it was starting to happen, and then somebody who watched a bunch of porn on Rick and Morty, the writers were like, "Let's oh, they, make a joke about how there's absolutely. a bunch of stepsister fucking porn in there." Oh yeah, uh, okay. It's dude, <laughs> stepbrother. Yeah, is there? There's stepbrother and is there? I don't know if this is too much to ask, but is there a uh, a gay version of that? I have no. I mean, I have no idea. Okay, I, I'm not searching this shit out. I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> no, I don't on know. All the straight porn websites. It's just like I go to straightporn.com or whatever, and it's straightporn.com. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have to find out if this exists, but maybe not right now. But 
<laughs> but yeah, no, I just like, I, I don't know. I, I've never searched and I guess, and maybe I don't it's mean search it, It's just like fucking first thing recommended for you. I mean, to be you. fair, it's like, like straight porn is just, there's so much more of it. Yeah, that's probably true. So, I mean, like, I feel like gay porn is a lot of just like, hey, this guy's fucking another guy. You want to watch that? <laughs> and you're like, ah, yeah, sure. <laughs> but there's also some of the funniest fucking porn dialogue in gay porn. There's a, is a <laughs> clip. It's like. I don't even know the fucking full context of it, but there's a line of it that always sticks out in my head. It's like, my daddy always taught me to never be ashamed of my dick. Damn. It's, hey, that's pretty weird, but I mean, a decent dad, I guess. It's so it's just, it's one of those lines or like a fucking in front of my salad. <laughs> what? Somebody walked in the room. They're like, you're fucking in front of my salad. Dead ass. It's, it's a clip of two dudes fucking. And then this like black woman walks in and she's like, really fucking in front of my salad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's, Oh man! Is the salad just open? Yeah, it's just like it's just like a tossed salad because they're just fucking in the kitchen. Yeah, Which, as many as many porns. Oh do. yeah, you know, just fucking as you. I mean, I don't know. I I did make a I did make a stuck porn stepsister joke when uh when the evergreen barge got stuck or whatever. Dude, I think you need to explain stuck porn because <laughs> I don't really understand. Stuck it. porn is when a hapless woman, or I'm assuming there is stuck porn for men, but. It's in stuck porn and incest porn seem to go together, but huh. steps this this uh, person is stuck somewhere, like and they get uh, fucked, like under a table or in a washing machine. How do you get stuck in a washing machine? It's just impl- I mean, it's impossible porn logic. Help! I've fallen into a washing yeah. machine and I can't, I can't get, get out. Step brother, help! Oh, God. and then they fuck. then he starts fucking her. Yeah, that's, I need you to fuck me to get me out of this washing machine. Fuck my brains out of this <laughs> out of the washing machine. I mean, I think that's there is that part of me that sometimes just watches porn because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> You're just sitting back like writing down jokes. And no, like, and the, the problem is like, I don't want to be like a dirty porn comedian on stage yeah. because like that's every fucking like new, like open micer, not every new, but a lot like, of people, yeah. a lot of new open micers. Like all they fucking talk about is like their dicks and watching porn. And like, I, I, I tell different types of dirty jokes. I'm not mm-hmm. here to just like be super gross, but like sometimes I'll just watch porn and be like, this is funnier than anything I'll ever write. <laughs> Unfortunately, I never like find any funny porns. I guess. I, don't, I guess. I mean, I can't relate I, because like I'm so used to looking at furry porn that like normal human porn. I'm just like, this is funny. <laughs> I'm stuck in a, a dryer. You fucking dipshit. You dumb piece of shit. You don't even look like Tony the Tiger. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> If it was furry stuck porn, maybe I'd stick around. Like, man, maybe there's a good reason why they... Maybe they were just trying to wash everything at one time. Like, that's why they got stuck. Yeah, it's it's not. But yeah, there's... Sorry, I made a... <laughs> yeah, stuck porn is something else. Okay, yeah, so stuck porn is when somebody gets stuck and they just and get... they just get fucked to fucked get out, out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that works. Yeah, and for some reason, it's like most of it is the step-sibling. The, the, the human penis is a multi-tool. Yeah, which I guess even like... It's weird to call it incest porn because it is step-siblings, but it's also like, don't fuck your step-siblings, please. Also, they're not related really, though. Yeah, but even then, it's just like... It's also fucked up. It's just like steps... Like, I understand you're not related by blood, but like, don't fuck your step-sibling. Dude, if... If, if you know, fast forward... Or let's just say an alternate reality where Caitlin and I got together and we each had kids from a different marriage or whatever. It doesn't matter. And they started fucking each other. I'd be like, dude, what are we going to do about this? This is fucked up. (laughs) It's like technically like 
Like, they're not going to have fucked up kids, but, yeah. like, this is gross. It's like, what the fuck? Like, how are we going to have a good conversation? Like, a very valid retort is, well, you fuck each other. <laughs> and it's like, we're going to get some yeah. fucking, <laughs> some pissed off hate mail. I married my stepsister. Be like, okay. Cool. <laughs> Fine. I have no re- response. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see that fucking article that, like, some people sent off their DNA to, like, what is, like whatever, the 23andMe or whatever the fuck? They were married, and through their fucking 23 of me, found out that they were first cousins. Firsties. Can oh. you fucking imagine? Because, like, what do you do? Do you stop fucking being yeah. in love with that person? Well, I think you stop fucking. Yeah, but then it's like, man. Over the hand, over the pants, BG, <laughs> over the hand, over the pants hand jobs, and maybe some titty rubbing. That's all that's, that's like, dude, don't be coming anywhere near. Oh, my God. Can you, but, like, man. That that would just be like be the, devastating. the ultimate kick in the dick. Like that's, mm-hmm. oof. dude. Imagine that. Like just like you, you have to feel like a moron. I mean, some people have huge families. I have a huge family, but like I'm pretty sure I know that Caitlin's not in my family. <laughs> I mean, ooh, I just bumped my fucking mic. But I mean, like I was talking to my mom the other day, and she had ten, ten cousins or whatever the fuck. No, she had ten aunts and ten aunts and uncles who all had like ten kids. Damn. So like she's she's like no joke, Matt. I have like a hundred fucking first cousins. So she's like, don't fuck anybody in Burlington. Yeah, no, that's like I, I, like at that point, I'm like, you know, I could understand not knowing a hundred of your first cousins, and then just like meeting somebody and, and not knowing at all. And then you relate to them so much, like, and then Grandma fell down the stairs. Like I have a very similar <laughs> story. <laughs> Like when you fucking meet up at a family reunion and you're like, oh like, no, why are you here? Oh yeah, my grandma. I gotta help her. She's gonna fall on the steps again. No, fuck. That's my grandma. I had not. I mean, not nearly at all the same. But uh, my best friend growing up lived across the street from me, mm-hmm. and I went to a family reunion one time. Wait, for he all was, intents and purposes, this is the same guy that lived across the street and had the stories about with the, the ghost. Yes, yeah, the ghost stories. Yeah. By the way, did was that was that the was that Bill? No, that's not Bill. Oh, okay. For some reason, when he, when Bill was telling that story on your guys' podcast, I listened to that one, by the way. Uh, that one seemed like it was debunking your your story about seeing the farmer guy, but it was just a totally separate thing. Yeah, no. Thing. Bill is uh, another friend of ours, though. Brett and Bill and I were, like, literally friends since kindergarten. I don't actually... I actually have no idea how... Like, I know, like, I, I my friend Brett, who lived across the street from me, that's how we became friends. We were fucking across the street. I... To this day, and sorry, Bill, if you hear this, I don't remember how we became friends. I just know that, like, come kindergarten, we were tight as fuck. Fuck yeah, dude. Like, maybe it was just one of those things where you, like, pointed at something, and he's like, fuck yeah, I vibe with that. Yeah, dude, let, let's build these fucking blocks. Like, yeah. let's go. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have very strong, like, communication skills when you're in kindergarten. No, it's just like, and also, like, I've been, like, no, my whole life I've been a social person, and so has Bill. So, like, I think that we were probably just, like, two social kids, and we were like, Fuck yeah, dude. Like, yeah. I dig your vibe. Oh, I'm sure. Dude, I knew this kid named Adam when I was in, in kindergarten thinking about, like, having a lower level of communication skills. I distinctly remember sitting on the ground playing with blocks in kindergarten. And this kid points at the clock and goes, isn't it crazy to think that, uh, like, two two trillion seconds have gone by since the dinosaurs have been here? <laughs> and I remember in kindergarten, I was like, that's the most profound thought I've ever <laughs> heard in my entire fucking life. This kid moved away. For all I know, he's like a, he's like a genius yeah, he's now. He's like, 
fucked your kindergarten head up and then disappeared. And you're like, are you real? Yeah, dude. Did I have a mental break? Am I on the island? Are we back on Lost, dude? We're on Lost. <laughs> this is uh, this is season eight of Lost. It's yeah. just we don't even know that we're actors. Bro, the whole thing, you just live your life working from home, doing a podcast every week. Man, it's all fake. You've been dead this whole time. Dude. I'd be pissed if I fucking I've dude I've thought about that like how fucked it would be if like one day I just like wake up and I'm like six years old and I just had like the craziest the longest dream and I'm like I'm smart as hell now <laughs> dude well what if it's like one of those things where you remember everything but only for a moment oh, and I then do- you gotta grab onto whatever you think is important be like no I knew man yeah. <laughs> and then you're just walking around as a kid and you're like you're like you're like I think that quantum bit is probably really important and you're kidding you're like Quantum mechanics and quantum, and they're like, this kid is fucked up. <laughs> Put him away. We don't. Yeah. He doesn't know how to add. Like you didn't take any of the important shit that you got from your fucking fast forward through time. Yeah, that's the other. You didn't take any trig. You didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't reel in any of important life lessons. He just took like the word quantum out. <laughs> didn't remember. Like you know, didn't pay. Any, you know, doesn't have any fucking sports knowledge that he can use to fucking make money. <laughs> The best, the best I could do for my parents is be like, you're gonna want to invest in Apple and Amazon. <laughs> That'd make them millionaires. And even then, like, I probably wouldn't even remember that. <laughs> They're like, it's like pear or something. Yeah, it's, it's a fruit. Just <laughs> look out for something named. There's a fruit on the market. You're gonna want it. And they're gonna be like, okay, man. <laughs> like I just invested in Fruity Loops. Like what the fuck is that? It's just some application. <laughs> be like, two years ago, you were pissing your pants. Like we're gonna not take financial advice from you if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if? What if you had a kid and they're just like. Mom and dad, I had a dream last night, and I lived until I was 20, 27. Yeah. I was living until I was twenty-seven years old, and then I went back to being a six-year-old kid. And I only have—I feel like I only have a little bit of time to communicate this to you. But you need to invest in X, Y, and Z companies. And it's like you need to invest in Apple, Microsoft, and Tesla when it comes about. That's going to be a little bit later. And then they're like, "Wait, what were we talking about?" Like, I have no fucking idea what I was just talking about. Yeah, but whatever I, I said, it. I'm pretty sure it was important. And they're like, "Whatever." <laughs> <laughs> and then they like fucking like see the, these big names come out. I think. I think Matt said something about that. Dude, they're like, what the fuck is going on with Matt? Don't you remember that? And then the, the, the dad's just like, he was like, your dad's just like, I wasn't really paying attention. No, he, fuck he was son. six. <laughs> Dude, well, like, what's fucking wild is like, like, I know that you aren't as woo woo as me, but like, I think we watched some of the same, of that same documentary that was like, to me, just to me, it was fucking hilarious. With the alien Bigfoot one? No, that one. Yes. Also that, but uh, <laughs> it was like, uh, what, like surviving death or something like that. Oh, yeah. I feel like I did watch that. Yeah. yeah. It was like the first episode. The lady, like, she survived some crazy fucking kayaking accident and was like, yeah, I was like in heaven and stuff. But like in there, they had a kid. I'm pretty sure I might be mixing things he lied up. A, he's, a liar. he's a liar. But it's like that a kid that like remembered being a different person. It's like helped identify like locations of dead bodies. Wait, what? Is that real? It might not be that. the same documentary, but like I, that yeah, has I happened that. where like a kid was like, I was like. Like I was some I was X Y Z person and like you know blah 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 and like here's the location of like you know some bodies and like he was right and they were like what in the fuck what yeah dude, where Pat, like, is like every other unsolved mystery I know and that's what I'm saying I guarantee that like that has to be bullshit because a like that would be I mean that being said you know shout out to Alex Carter mainline news doesn't really cover the like crazy shit like aliens were confirmed to exist this year. And today, nobody gave a right? shit. Wasn't there something today? I actually saw yeah, something. more stuff. Yeah, I didn't actually. I was gonna. I was actually thinking about reading about this on the podcast. Today. Yeah, 
Well, yeah, I like, about it. the Pentagon confirmed more unidentified flying objects. Like, aliens are fucking coming. I and, saw it, guys. I fucking saw some goofy shit. I don't know yeah. what I saw. Doesn't and, make any sense. And, like, well, now they're, like, talking about how we, we can, like, there's, like, a new law of physics or some shit. What? Yeah, they like, we discovered some new law of physics. Law of physics? Oh, wait, are you sure? I don't know about this. I feel like, hmm. I, it was something like that where it was, like, it was mean? either... Well, like, like we have like set laws like of physics, yeah. And we discovered like a new law, like something that like is an like confirmed application. Like it's not just a theory. Fuck! Why is this? Why is this exiting my brain? Because I feel like I know what you're talking. Yeah, about. I don't remember exactly what. It, but yeah, there's like a new law of physics that like we have figured out. Fuck! I feel like we need if we're gonna say yeah. this shit. Yeah, yeah. Let's fucking. We can't just be like, yeah, there's a new law of physics. I don't remember <laughs> what it is. They're like, dude, I've been listening to this podcast. It's pretty all right. And uh, these guys were saying there's a new law of physics. And I'm like, oh, really? What was it? I don't know. That's where they stopped. Yeah, it's it's a fucking disaster brain in my head. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did talk about this. This is very complicated stuff. It's, yeah, that's. Just, yeah. I think it's the other thing. It's like, even if, yeah, it's, <clears throat> even if we could explain it, it doesn't fuck it like it's not it'd be like me it, like it, i could at least say the law of thermodynamics because that's a thing to understand this one is like so new that there isn't like a fresh name yeah like it's just like there i'm just saying that there's a new law of physics and it some fucking math shit it's some fucking big brain shit yeah it has something to do with how shit is wobbling around at a subatomic level with muons it's yeah, dude, I think this is way above our heads, and I would feel like a fucking moron trying to trying to figure yeah. out what we're talking about. Listen, we're not big brains on the empty parlor to begin with, but this is like extra big brain. Yeah, I mean, you go ahead, go ahead, Google it. Yeah, go fucking, ahead, understand it. Yeah, try. I was gonna say, like, just fucking Google new law of physics, and you'll be like, oh, okay, I see why these fucking dudes aren't yeah. gonna try to explain. It's like it has to do with, like, as Jeff said, like the best way we could describe it, it has to do with some wobbling. Yeah, it has to do with some wobbling at a very small level. And from what I understand, the wobbling isn't how you or how I would. I can't speak for you, you know, an anonymous viewer, but. I would imagine wobbling is wobbling, like something's moving back and forth. Apparently, it's fucking not. It's a different kind of wobble that is like how subatomic particles move. So it's not like a wobble in like I'm wobbling this glass. Yeah, it's, it's not the same fucking thing. Yeah, so that's why there's a new law of physics because it literally moves in a way that you can't fucking explain. And that's why there's fucking aliens is because <laughs> now the aliens are like, dude, they're fucking getting it. Dude, maybe that, maybe like your theory about the LHC, maybe there is something to the Large Hadron Collider being like, hey, we started we started creating tiny little black holes. Yeah, fucking and, destroyed our original well, Earth. Well maybe we're like maybe that maybe that means like we're one inch towards like alien breakthrough well, technology, so, you know? Can I fucking go, go big, can I go crazy brain for a little bit? We're in the parlor, bro. Hell yeah. So there's this author, David Wilcock. His books Single are, cock? Yeah, Wilcock. <laughs> Usually it's Cox, Wait, no. dude. This guy got a single cock. Yeah, it's, you know, it's Dave Wilcock. Dude, what about all these Wilcocks? Uh, so, oh shit, I hope we're fucking still recording. Fuck, okay, you gotta just talk about this, because oh, yeah, I gotta so. have Caitlin get me logged back. Alright, I'm gonna keep talking. Alright, so there's this guy, David Wilcock, who... Single cock! Single cock, discusses that uh, there are... A he's. I mean, he's saying that he's in contact with aliens, and I mean, God willing that, you know, he is, but... It's a fucking guy selling books about how he talks to aliens and is like some sort of like communication guy that like speaks to aliens on the regular. And when he's talking to aliens, he talked about how the aliens are 
waiting for us to reach a certain level of sentience as a species before they start to fully interact with us. And the more and more that we're seeing these aliens, the more it's likely, to me at least, that we are experiencing a point where the aliens are hitting us and they're like, yo, these dudes are absolutely ready to fuck with us. Like, they're figuring out the, like, wobble mechanics. They've discovered that element that, like, fucks with gravity. They've got the Large Hadron Collider. They're sending shit to Mars. Like, I think they're fucking ready. And then they're going to absolutely be disappointed when they come down and talk to any human person. Any human person. Except for, like, maybe some fucking nerds in MIT or whatever the fuck, the, you know, fancy places are. Like, I like to think that if an alien came down, he'd be like, oh, what's up? I'm here to talk to you. And I'd be like, what up, fucking alien? And he'd be like, I, I changed my mind. I don't I don't want to talk to you. Take me to your leader. And I'd be like, nah, you, you and I are going to become buddies. I'm going to smoke you out, fucking Mr. Alien Boy. So I don't know exactly how I got on that subject. But the point is, David Wilcock... Is here to be like, I'm here, and we're going to fucking talk to these aliens. David Wilcock also talked about portal technology and how we're on, like, I don't know how many planets. What? Yeah, he's he was talking, so... This guy needs more cocks in his life. He's yeah. fucking nuts. Yeah, I've read multiples of his books, because <laughs> why not? Uh, it's... Ah, fuck, I'd have to remember, I'd have to look up the title, but um, there is a there's a section of that book that made me really happy that where he talked about how he, I mean, and, 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 and like any other stupid fucking, you know, book written by, you know, fucking lunatics. It's always, I talked to a guy who told me this and who he talked to some other guy. And this guy, this guy, apparently ex-military told him how, uh, he was on a base in Australia, which I don't even know if we, ha- we have military bases in Australia. Well, we, uh, we work with Australia a lot, so okay. the Australian military... Would so then, yeah, them, so. I guess maybe he might have... At least there's that checks out, at least. Yeah. So he was on a base in Australia, and he they're like, all right, uh, we're going to walk down this stairway, and these people started putting on, like, winter jackets, and he's like, it's fucking summer in Australia. What are these people doing? So they were, like, all putting on, like, heavy gear and, like, gloves and, like, heavy jackets, and they'd walk down the stairway, open a door, and then they start walking back up, and as they walk up, it's just freezing cold and then they walk up and they're like welcome to alaska fuck off right that's not real what the fuck but yeah so he's saying that we have what dude why the fuck bro that is fucking bullshit if they had that kind of technology we'd use it for everything but that's the thing. Apparently, it's some super secret thing, and because we're not supposed what, to. What only the Australians know? Apparently, <laughs> but uh, apparently, well, that's the thing. What is like the we're not. Fuck? The technology allows us to go to different planets, and we're not supposed to know that w- humans exist on multiple different planets. We're we're not we're not of a. We're, <clears throat> we're according to this is the aliens. They need us at a certain level of vibration before that we can like be aware that aliens are real. So I was saying to the podcast while you were away that this Dave Wilcott guy is saying that. You know, we need to be like, because he communicates with the aliens. Oh yeah. my god, he's out of his fucking. <laughs> he mind. communicates with the aliens and ghosts, I think. <laughs> but oh no! That's why I read these guys' books. It's because <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Okay. <laughs> so this guy's talking about all this shit. Like he he did like a bunch of LSD in the eighties. I'm like, I'm sure that had nothing to do with it. <laughs> he's like, it tapped me in yeah. to the vibration of the aliens. He's so, like, I didn't have a schizophrenic break. Yeah, exactly. So he's talking about how you have to like be like the aliens are waiting for us as a species to reach some fucking level or whatever. 
And now, and so I was saying, like, maybe we're fucking reaching that level, dude. (laughs) Dude, our vibrations are are tuning in to the alien frequency. Dude, the aliens are like, I fucking, I'm digging your vibes, dude. Like, like, bro, we've been fucking sending alien bone music down to Earth (laughs) for so long, but you haven't been on the right vibration. Dude, you guys have been, like, you've been having some, like, real harsh vibes, and now you're getting out there with some good vibes. Well, also, this guy's saying that, like, there was apparently a nuclear war in the 80s, then, like, Russia launched a nuke at us, but the aliens stopped it. Come the fuck on. Dude, I have to... If I owned a hard copy of this book, I'd lend it to you. I own it on audiobook, unfortunately. It launched... They launched a nuke. And the aliens just stopped it and, like, got rid of it. Launch another one! (laughs) What the fuck was Russia doing? They only... Like, oh, my God. God came down and took our fucking missile, dude. (laughs) Okay, to be fair... If I launched a nuke at a country and it disappeared, I'd be like, probably won't want to do that again. No, what is that called? It's um, uh, I can't remember the term. There's a buzzword, but essentially it means that during the Cold War, there was an internal agreement within Russia that meant that was like, if we're going down, they're I've, fucking going down. Oh, mutual or, uh, mutual destruction. Yeah, yeah. I think there's another word in there, but yeah, oh, yeah. Mutual assured destruction. mutual destruction. Exactly. Yeah, assured mutual destruction. So, assured mutual destruction. So if they launched a nuke and it disappeared, I can't speak for the Russian military. I'm thinking they're going to launch the entire fleet. Yeah, They're going to be like, there's technology that made our nuke go away. We well, if they have that, we're fucked. Yeah. You know? like. Well, uh, Why did, would they just stop? Did you hear that? Do you know? Yeah, did you ever hear that story of like how like close we were to fucking like everything going to shit? Oh, yeah. Hovering over the button pretty much, right? Well, yeah. Well, there was that one where like literally uh, somewhere, some radar in Russia yep. picked up that we had launched a nuke at us yep. or at them. And some guy was like, I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, exactly. It was like a flock of geese or something? Yeah, it was like some, it was like some technological glitch of some kind. And like it was literally, we were like minutes away. And yep. like if it wasn't for that dude being like, I don't think that's a fucking nuke. Because like... If it was anybody else who was like, it's a fucking nuke, like, it's over, it's earth, it's gone. Well, it's good we have pragmatists that are in those positions, because if oh, that God. guy would have been a conspiracy theorist, we're fucked. That's, the whole I world's mean, gone. That's why, like, even, I'm glad that, like, I mean, we're, you know, political enemies with Russia, so it is cool knowing that, like, our political enemies are still, like, okay, like, we can't just blow up the fucking earth. Like, let's chill a little bit. I mean, I th- I don't think anybody wants that. But it's like rich people are like, well, if I can't have my money, then fuck everyone. Yeah. You Which, know, it's kind of what it comes down to, right? Did you ever watch uh, Did you ever watch American Horror Story at all? No, I'm not really into horror, man, because it's like I am so staunchly skeptical of ghosts that I have mm. such a hard time well, a lot letting of them go now, of that belief. Right? A lot of them now aren't ghosty. Oh, what is it? What the, is oh, there's it? only one. I mean, there might be more seasons with ghosts, but there was only the first season is the only one that I know of with ghosts. The other is, like, the second one is Asylum, so it's, like, in Asylum, which, like, deals with a lot of, like, mental horror. And then three, I believe, is Carnival, which is, like, you know, freak show type Carnival stuff. Carnival horror, yeah. Yeah, and, but uh, there's <laughs> one of the recent ones, I think it was called Apocalypse. And hmm. it was the fucking nukes were coming, and, like, the, this specific group of people gets into this, this specific bunker. And, I mean, that's really what would happen is, I mean, like... Oh, it's like a Saw situation? No, it's just, like, people go, like, like you know... Lord of the Flies? Kind of like a... Yeah, like more like a fallout almost, huh. where it's like you know some bunkers are like not chill and some are like fine. Dude, I don't know about you or anybody else. I've been saying this for like ten years now. If a nuke's coming and I know I'm dead, or well, if nuke's coming, and I know I'm dead. I'm probably just gonna hang out and do whatever I want. Be like, 
dude, let's go chug. You want to go chug like five IPAs and throw up no matter what? But like, who yeah. gives a fuck? Let's just do whatever. Let's just go. Dude, hey, you want to do heroin real quick? Yeah, fuck let's it. fucking see how it goes. Meth, heroin, everything. Fuck Can it. Can I just like, go do every drug? drug? Yeah, and it's like, and if it doesn't kill me, then I guess I'm just on heroin now. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I'm on heroin during the apocalypse. Could be yeah, worse. Good, yeah, big fucking deal. But if it's like, if I, if there's like a sarin gas or like, there's like a bio, like a bio weapon coming where they're like, your face is going to melt off for fucking three weeks and then you're going to die of starvation because you can't eat because you don't have a tongue. Be like, okay, man, well, I'm going to the highest building I can find. I'm jumping off. 100%. Yeah. Like what I don't, I think that's a hot take because people are scared of the afterlife and like suicide is bad and oh, God's yeah. eyes and all shit. But like, really, I love life, but if my life is about to end slowly, Fuck like that. if there's a guy, there's a maniac that's like, I'm about to chop you into 25 pieces. It's like, and I have the ability to get that knife and not, and some reason I can't kill him. I'm fucking cutting my own throat. I'm not going to deal with that. Why would you deal with that? 100%. Like, I dude. mean, it's kind of how I like, I, you know, I've got a, you know, same, not quite a same hot take, but like a similar hot take that like, if I find out that I'm got like inoperable fucking cancer, I ain't getting fucking chemo. No, I don't think I would either. Yeah, but like that is tough because then you get a bunch of people that are saying, "We need you to be here. We want you to be here for longer." And then they're like, "Then it's like a situation where they're like, hey, we want you to be here.'" And it's like, "Why weren't you telling me this my whole rest of my yeah. rest of my?" But life, also, I mean, like, if but, it's like if it, if it, if I have some cancer, then they're like, you know, it, chemo would help. I'd be like, yeah, sure. But like, if it's, oh, but it's like it's a long shot. I'm saying if it's like if it's inoperable, but like possible, like I mean, if it's like brain cancer, I'm out. Like yeah. I like I'm just like look you're, like the the, you, the me that's gonna come back even if I'm here ain't gonna be me so yeah. just enjoy me while I'm me and then I'll fucking like find a day that I don't want to be here anymore and then I'll just not be here anymore. Dude, that reminded me of that that uh, idea for a joke that I had that I texted you, but uh, <laughs> skydiving hospice. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. You like like you sign up for it when you're cogent and you're good to go, and then. Once you get Alzheimer's and you know it's bad or you get dementia and it's bad and your family like co-signs it or whatever and it's skydiving hospice and it's just like we didn't give them a shoot. They, 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 they forgot to put it on. But <laughs> it's like but you got to agree to it. Yeah. It's not like you can't just go start killing people oh, with yeah. Alzheimer's. And make sure you fucking find the like right like so then you're not just going to fall on a fucking city but like you have to find <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. There's just fucking bodies falling in Chicago. Jesus what the fuck? <laughs> It's raining, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're just a pride parade. It's raining, man. <laughs> Jesus. Man, all right, we were at uh, 45 minutes. We still have six minutes. minutes left. We still have six minutes. We were at, before, we were at oh, 15, yeah, we say, 15 minutes. Damn, we've been fucking left. going. Hell yeah. Fucking right, dude. We've been, this is a good up. Hey, man, this is going to be fucking status quo pretty yeah. much from now on so fucking for good exactly so anybody that's listening to this episode and is digging this vibe guess what it's gonna be the whole ass vibe now fuck yeah and you know how every episode is gonna end it's gonna be talking about fucking suicide and pride <laughs> yeah. raids in in wake of the fucking <laughs> dementia suicides oh yeah oh shit did you ever speaking of which did you ever watch uh uh seeking friend for the end of the world i never did that actually. movie's Honestly, pretty fucking good. Will Forte, right? Uh, no. Oh, that's a different one. Uh, I think that's. I think Will Forte. That one's um, Last Man on Earth. Oh, okay. This one is uh, Steve Carell. Oh shit! Oh fuck! I think I was drunk. Yeah. And I did not. I think that was one of those situations where I had like a real heavy stout. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> and you're just like sleepy as fuck. Yeah, and I just passed out. Where it's like, you know, I go to a couple bars beforehand, then it's like, let's watch a movie. And then we nope. watch a funny movie, and then it's like, I'm out, dude. Yeah, I have a yeah. bad habit of that. That one is, I mean, it's good. It's definitely like a pretty heavy movie. 
Because, hmm. like, it's one of the, I mean, it's, again, this is old fucking movie, so... I'm, gonna, I'm impervious to spoilers, yeah, too, so... so, spoiler alert, I'm going to give you five no, seconds. You got, it's over, anyway. Yeah, so... <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. No, right, come back, you got to hear, yeah. hear our plugs at the end. Fast forward by, like, a minute. Okay, so, it, it's one of the few Apocalypse movies where they show the, like, end happening. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's really neat. Like what happens? And just, like, a big, you know, well, it's a meteor, it's, but, like, they show that, like... So the the big thing is like he like he like gets to be like friends with this woman who is like taking a plane to go see her husband, but then like she like kind of like kind of falls in love with him like in the like last two like weeks or however long it was, and then like she supposedly is taking a plane to like go see her husband for the last time, and then he's like laying in bed waiting to die alone, and then she like comes like last minute, and then she comes yeah, at she the comes. last minute before the meteor, yeah. but yeah like and then she like shows up at his house and they like cuddle and then like the fucking meteor hits and then it's like and that's the end of the movie so it's really sweet in a weird way why didn't they fuck though i think they were just no it's the i think that's the thing is in love well because that's i think that's the thing is they were seeking a friend for the end of the world and like oh that's pretty sweet yeah yeah and it's you know and i think that was just really cool and it was also like really funny because like he would still go to work (laughs) and like there was like a whole thing was like no the insurance package doesn't actually cover the apocalypse oh that's interesting yeah because they're going to be trying to pinch his... They're like, we still need quarterly gains. Yeah. Because what's going to happen when Jim sees that the apocalypse didn't happen and Jim's expecting to be still be a billionaire? Yeah. You know? it, it was... I don't know. It was just a really cool concept because they were like, the the attempt to blow up the meteor has failed. Like, you know, yeah. we are going to die. Like, it was... Huh. I don't know. It was like one of those... Like, it, the way that it was portrayed, it was such a, like, realistic take on how I think the apocalypse would go, in yeah. my opinion. I do it, not, yeah. yeah. Especially like that specific one. I like, think we'd still be podcasting to the end, dude. Oh, dude, I absolutely <laughs> like. I would absolutely podcast because it's like even if it like because I like believe me, I'm not podcasting because I you know that there's a bunch of fucking people listening. I'm podcasting because it's fucking fun. We're podcasting for the end of the world. Yeah, really. exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the podcast. This is the end of the world podcast. That's got to be a podcast. You know what's interesting? I think fucking Rogan probably talked about this because I'm sure he did. But I do think it is interesting though be, that when we die. That our like people that knew us can go back here and listen to oh, us talk. Oh, dude. Well, I was thinking about that too. Like you know, going back to the cancer thing, is it's like I'm immortal now. Like yeah. Like I mean, my like I have. We got the power. Yeah. Like I mean, I've got the fucking documentary. I have my Grove podcast. I have Monster Jamboree podcast. I have the Empty Parlor podcast. Like dude. there are so there's hours of me for people that like if anybody misses me. I'll be here. Like, I'm not going to be gone. Like, I'm I'm legitimately not gone forever now. Hi, everybody that's listening to this in 2142. Yeah. Crying right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, legitimately, if there's anyone out there that's like that, you know, if I'm dead and they're listening to this, like, what's up? I'm probably fine. I hope that you're not too bummed out. I, I don't know where this morbid ending came from, but like, hey, you know what? Fast forward to next week. Newsline. Not two, fucking two, dead. two young men die in car crash on way to get beer to start new pot to, to <laughs> make a podcast episode. <laughs> but yeah, until then though, you know what? I mean, I'm fucking, you know, and, and it's so funny because like I'm trying to keep like a sort of a secret that I'm coming back to Des Moines. So it's going to be very funny because I mean, not to, you know, throw shade, but like there's so I bet there's going to be fucking comedians that have no idea, even though I'm fucking telling people like oh, yeah. on the podcast, like, Hey, what's up? So this will be out next week. Wade. Oh, wait, wait. I guess Wade will know. Wade, keep it a secret. Don't fucking tell anyone. Wade, if you fucking tell anybody, 
I'm not gonna do anything, but I'll be yeah. A, I'm a little bit mad at you, dude. Yeah, Wade. I need you to fucking. <laughs> I need you to fucking watch Wade take this and make it the fucking clip. <laughs> Matt's coming back because he didn't listen to all of it. He just went to a random spot and he's like, "Oh fuck, Matt just told everybody he's coming back," and he didn't hear the part. Keep it Hilarious. a secret. <laughs> or he just he just takes this fucking clip and puts it on because you know you do you follow the Punny Game Instagram? Yeah, I see those. Yeah, so too. we got our fucking so watch him just take this and be like, "Fuck you, tell me not tell me what to do, Matt." <laughs> <laughs> I can see him doing that. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Okay. Okay, maybe we should just accept the reality that this is going to be dropped beforehand. Your fucking secrets out, dude. Nah, nah. I'm, I'm still, I'm trying, I'm still trying to keep it a secret. I did tell Josh because Josh like called me and was like talking. He's like, I had some good news, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make your video a little better. Like, fuck yeah, man. So because he, I was like, he was already riding high, and I'm like, I'm gonna fucking bump it up, bump it up, fucking just like that Lucio character on Overwatch, deep cut. Bump it up, <laughs> fucking Overwatch, dude. I, I video games are destroying me again league of legends is ruining my life <laughs> <I try. laughs> so i think everybody that watches this knows that matt and i are both gamers but i am not the same kind of gamer as matt is no. i do like uh like not hardcore competitive stuff but i play competitive games that are first person shooters so i like play counter-strike and and shit like that and halo and then uh try to play league of legends with matt and i'm like can we just play easy bots <laughs> <laughs> yeah i and I'm and I'm I'm the complete opposite. I am I I would say eighty percent of the games that I own are single player. Yeah. I I don't game with people for the specific reason I get tilted. I get very oh, upset. Man. Not because like I don't care if I lose. That that's not the part that bothers me. Is I don't want to be the person on a team that is like causing other team members to lose. Like I don't want to be the fucking like weak link. I feel like I used to be that guy. I used to be pretty mad when I, like stuff wouldn't go our way. But now at this point. Like, I think quarantine and, like, playing games and, like, having to maintain friendly relationships inside of the digital world where it's, like, I it's like I think part of my brain was, like, one, it's, like, don't be a toxic asshole and yeah. bitch about stuff. But also it's, like, well, these people that you're playing games with, they're not going anywhere. They never were. So yeah. it's, like, you've been a douche, douchebag beforehand. That wasn't good. But now it's, like, especially in quarantine, like, these are your friends now. <laughs> yeah. Know? Oh, yeah, dude. Fucking... That was kind of the weird thing. It's like I, I've lived a lot of my life online before, like, because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I, again, I, I don't know how many fucking times I've said on the podcast. It's no secret that I belong to the furry community, mm-hmm. and I mean, because of that, like, I, I've lived a lot of my life like in an online community, and it is a weird thing. So I've most like so many of my friends, like, I've got you know, I've got people, I've got somebody, I've got two, uh, two, I mean. Excuse me, I'm like halfway burping. <laughs> but I've got I've got two people in mind that I'm specifically thinking of that I've known since I was like 18 years old. Like I've known them not quite as long as some other friends, but I mean fucking 10 years. Like I've known these people a long time. I mean they're just as real friends as you know anyone else that I know. Of course, I mean like the, the digital world, especially if yeah. you pop a webcam on, you see them. Oh yeah, and I've yeah. gotten. I mean I've seen. Like I'll go see these people like. It's that's what's so wild. It's like I have you know this one friend who lives in fucking Florida, and like there was one time I was just like, I'm gonna just go to Florida, like fuck, yeah. fuck it. So I've like I, it's it's cool to that, like that's a whole thing, but like even with all of that, COVID turned my like because I I went from being a comedian like pretty actively going out and doing stuff to like this weird it was like a weird regressive yeah. thing where I was like back in like this normalville. <laughs> yeah, it was well not even just that, but it was like I went from having a vibrant social life to like regressing to a point where most of my social activities were online dude you'd be surprised how many people don't like because i feel like just going out into being a comic or trying to be a comic 
that alone will get you a lot of social interaction. I mean, let alone you going on stage and talking at yeah. or to, you know, however many people are in the crowd. The it's a it's a different thing because I felt the same the same kind of thing because like I would go up and I try to make people laugh and I, you know people some people would laugh. I've never been a killer, but like still have that thing where it's like I can go on stage and make people laugh and I can make people happy, but then that goes away. And then you got to, I got to, I had to find like other ways to like inject that in. So I throw in like little stupid work appropriate jokes in our like in our fucking group chats or whatever. And then oh, yeah. people would be like, LOL, uh, fucking rolling on the floor, laughing emoji or be like, okay, this is doing a little bit for me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, and it really like, that's actually why I love doing comedies. It's like, not only, I mean, I, like, yeah, you get the little ego boost, but like, there is something fun about like making other people happy. And that's like, the only reason why I do it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like, I mean, like, oh, like, I'll fully admit, like, I do love, like, there is like a little bit of like, you know, that ego where it's like, you go on stage and you do something well. And like, you, you feel that like pride of like, I made these people happy. But then also like, there's that other part of you that's like, man, like, I did a good thing. Like, even if it's not, you know, like, I think that's the other thing is like so many comedians don't appreciate like what they do. And like some, I mean, some comedians are just pieces of shit and all they do it for is the ego. But like mm. some people who really do appreciate like what they're doing, like they, they I guess they don't fully like understand that. Like, you know, cause so, like, I, you know, maybe I might be speaking from more of a, from my space, but like, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, sometimes I don't think like I'm really contributing all that much to the world. Cause I'm like, you know, I, I feel somewhat selfish by wanting to be a performer, but then I realize like, Oh no, like you, people don't just pay money to see comedy because they want, like they like just because like they do it cause they fucking want it. And I'm performing. I, I'm, I'm giving somebody a service. Like I'm not going to sit here and say like, Oh, like I'm a fucking, you know, I'm providing a service, but like realistically, like I'm at least doing fucking something. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's easy to get disillusioned when you're first starting out in comedy because you're going to open mics where it's a lot of other comics that are just waiting their turn. So like you might get way more skepticism, but then when you do go to a real show where people are there to watch you and laugh because they want to see you, that is way different than just going to an open mic with that, like on a slow night at lefties where there's like 15 people in the crowd, but everyone on the, in the crowd is on the list to go up oh, on yeah. stage. So that's way different. Like people aren't there because they want to laugh. They're like obviously people go there because they love comedy, but it's a way different thing than somebody that's going to a show that they paid for. And they're like, I want to have a good time tonight. Oh yeah. Like yeah. that's why like, I'm not going to you know, I'm not going to say the name of the show just out of respect. Cause I don't know how they feel like, but uh, there's a there's a big local show that I was on once and like it, I mean it sold out. I mean it's a big fucking show like you know hundreds of seats sold out. And I'm not saying that because I did anything like I wasn't like this fucking sell. It was because like this person did a, a great fucking job of advertising. But yeah, I was I was part of the I was you know a person on this show and like seeing all these people and it wasn't like it really was like people who came out they were like oh there I didn't realize that there was comedy in Des Moines and then somebody yeah. brought it to them and there's a room full of people that were like I want to laugh and like being a part of like, Oh, I made a room full of people fucking laugh. Like there's something about that that not only like makes you feel good as like, Oh, I did a good thing. Like I did well, but like there's that part of you. that's like, I made people happy. Like that's fuck. Yeah. Like I did a, I did a good thing. I, I can't agree more dude. And honestly for, for anybody that's listening to this and like, maybe it's somebody that we meet at an open mic or whatever. And they, they want to see what we do. Uh, honestly in Des Moines, the best place to go, to see open mic comedy and not like pay for comedy in my personal opinion is Java Joe's. It's the most like copacetic comedy environment in Des Moines. In my personal opinion, at least it was before COVID. Like, yeah. People I don't know went if it's there. still around. What? 
I mean, it might be, but I think that this COVID might have just like fuck. Increased. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I wouldn't doubt that it's coming back, but Dude, I can't. I just can't venue. guarantee. Well, it was the best venue because you got because there's it's downtown, and you just have people that like find out. Oh, there's a there's comedy yes. that happens there. So let's just go in. Let's just hey, after work on a Thursday, let's just go down to Java Joe's. We can get a coffee and we can go watch some people goof around on stage. And it's so it's it's like. Not easy laughs, but no, it's the not. laughs are more genuine, I feel like, at Job Joe's, no matter what killers are up. Like, I went and had people murder and do really well, and I went up, and I also did really well. So, and it's, and it's interesting because, like, at Lefties, sometimes a killer will go up, and then a bunch of people leave because they're like, I was just there to see that guy yep. or whatever, you know? And then somebody else comes up, and they don't do as well, and it's, it, it's a weird power balance that happens, right? I hope yeah, we're not off base saying that. No, no Lefties is like... Lefties to me was like, I don't know. There's also the point where it's like, and this isn't me bragging, but like, there's also a point where like, I like the more that I started doing comedy, the less I felt sometimes that like I had to like, there just felt like there was less bad rooms because I, I mean, I just got to a point where I was like, I know how to work lefties. Yeah. And I mean, I think that just comes down to knowing how to work a room, but it also is like lefties really, you really had to work at lefties. Cause it, like if people, like that's the thing is if you like, not only do you lose an audience, and, and this is just a general comedy rule, you need yeah. the audience within the first 10 to 30 seconds. I think it's like the first 10 seconds. If you don't have your audience, they're probably going to fucking bail. Especially at a bar show. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, with lefties, it's even more hard because not only is there, like, you know, do you have that general rule, it's a completely open floor plan fucking bar. Mm-hmm. So if people don't want to pay attention to the stage at an open mic, it is extremely easy to just be like, oh, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna pay attention. Yeah, I've I've seen some people where it's like, oh, I've seen their previous sets and I don't like this person. Like, I don't like their sense of humor. I think it's gross or whatever. And I'll just go and I'll start talking to somebody else. And it's kind of disrespectful, but I mean, like, I've been part of the scene for a little while, so I feel like I've earned my right to not listen to every single person. Oh, I you mean, know? And that's part of like that's sort of the thing is like, I feel like every and that's and you know maybe this is you know and I'm, I don't mean to speak ill on anyone in particular, but I feel like that is one thing where it's like. If you're first showing up to an open mic as a young open mic comic, sit down, sit in the audience, don't fucking talk, pay attention to the comics, show that level of respect. And then when you get to a point when you're fucking, you know, people start to know who you are. I'm not saying like, oh, it's, you know, you don't have to pay attention anymore. Like still pay attention and be polite to people on stage. But also like sometimes you'll fucking get on stage and you like and you'll see somebody and you'll just be like, I, I've seen them do this actor, you know, however many times or I'm just not really feeling this new guy. And I don't mean to shit on new comics, but like. Sorry, like sometimes you, I just don't want to hear about a 20-year-old's dick. <laughs> Sorry, I just, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you jerked off four times in one day. Yeah, Big C- congratulations. It's hilarious. Sick joke, dog. Yeah, and like, and that's what I mean. Like, you know, it, it, that's nothing on like, you know, young aspiring comedians. It's just like some, like, if you're not funny and like, not, and there's a difference between being not funny and just, there's also just like, if you're young and a hack, you're going to get better. But also, like, I don't want to fucking listen to a hack no matter where, like, who you are. Yeah, and for all intents and purposes, Matt and I both, I know this for sure, I can speak for Matt, is that we want everybody to do comedy. Yeah. But it's just the reality of it is, is that not everybody's good. And not even just that, but it's like, again, like I think anyone could do comedy if they really set their mind to it. But also, yeah. you can't, like... You have to tell something like the, the whole thing of comedy is that you need an element of surprise and you know what nobody's surprised about young men jerking off and being gross. It's yeah. like that. That's the expectation. And if you go up there and are the expectation, no one cares. Yeah. Oh, you jerked off so many times in a day. You fell asleep while jerking off. Dude, sick, sick. That's yeah. cool. I've never, care. I've never done that. I don't yeah. know. I, like, 
Oh, yeah. big big left turn you took there, bud. Yeah, exactly. And I'm you know, and this isn't like shitting on like young or like not good comedians. This is like more more just being like, hey, if you're gonna try it out, like you know, have at least a little bit of originality, like just some, like yeah, like try. I think that's mostly what it is. Is some like a lot of people they they don't try. Yeah, like they don't they don't. And I'm not like I don't necessarily know if I subscribe to the like comedy is about speaking a voice like I, to me comedy is always just be funny but then that also still includes like be fucking funny like well, and- I, also i think having a point of view is important too oh yeah because if you're just saying all sorts of shit that runs the entire gambit like you you tell a conservative joke then you tell a liberal joke like you know obviously politics is just kind of a weird thing where you almost need to get to a certain level before you can effectively do politics jokes but what i'm saying is like if you tell a story about you going hiking and then you tell a story about how you were inside on the computer for fucking 25 hours in yeah. a row it's like come on man you like you got to have a you got to find you and bring yes. everything together because nobody gives a fuck if you're just a guy rattling off fucking one-liners on stage sometimes that's okay yeah i mean and cuz i mean that's kind of like you know like that's in a weird way, that is like an accurate way of almost describing what I do. But the thing is, no, but but you, but you but still have a point of view. I've, and I I I can tie. That's the thing is like you can take the two ends of an of a spectrum. Like you going, I go like you know, I go on a hike and I stay inside. But the point with that is tie it together. Yeah, don't just, of course. Yeah, don't just like have like don't just have chaos. Like or if you do have chaos, there like just have one thread. Weave the fucking like in. It, it doesn't even have to make sense to start, but you need something that like slowly wraps it in until you have this one little thing that people are like, oh, I have an idea of who this guy is. Yeah. And, you know, and sorry for it. For, I'm really sorry to young men. No, I'm not really sorry because you're young <laughs> and I fucking I'm getting older. But like your life really isn't that crazy. I promise. Yeah. I, unless I mean, unless you like specifically young white men, I should probably clarify like young college educated white men, the young white guys who are doing stand up comedy right now. It's mostly yeah. what I mean. Mm-hmm. The fucking people who listen to Rogan are like, I have some fucking, you, you don't, you don't have right. anything to talk about. And that's fine for now. Re- re- like really like do try comedy, but like also don't just fucking take the laughter that you're going to get because that's, I mean, it's even if you're fucking not great, you're still going to get some laughs. But like, if you're going to do comedy, take it seriously i guess or like at least more seriously than i jerked off isn't that funny yeah because i mean like when i was first doing comedy i had i was just like writing things that that was funny and then i'd go on stage and it would all it would all be separate things and like what is my development in becoming like okay at it is tying things together and having almost like a theme for that five minutes that you're doing like my first thing, what I'm going to do when I, so I'm getting vaccinated for the second, I'm getting my second shot next, this, this next Thursday, take two weeks to let it set in or whatever. And then once I get back, my, my, my plan for my first set is going to be like thematically wrapped around me, not understanding shit when I'm a kid. And just all my jokes are about misunderstanding the colloquial phrases and just making bits about that. And it's going to be all just about like, like, my goal is like, oh, this guy seems kind of smart, but also he's kind of a fucking idiot at the same time. Yes. Which kind of wraps me up. You know, if anybody listens to this empty parlor, yeah, Jeff's a pretty smart guy, but also he's complete fucking dipshit sometimes too. Yeah. And like, and generally my, I, my, the, the aesthetic that I like to go for is the like cocky guy who may or may not actually be self-confident. Like, <laughs> like I, like I, like I act braggadocious, but like there is that little piece of like that I add in that like clearly shows that like it's not necessarily overcompensating, but it's like, it's an inflated ego for the purpose of kind of being like, look, I understand that what I'm saying is ridiculous. And that's because 
my my general sense of self-worth is lower so like when i go on stage and i can pretend to be this fucking big dick swinging you know kind of cocky person like that that attitude reflects that like it's 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 like i it's not necessarily ironic but it's like it's clearly to a point where it's a character i'm not just being confident for the sake of like oh yeah it's there's that little bit of like self-awareness and i think really that's really one of the bigger things is self-awareness is huge yes you need to know you need to like be mindful like self-awareness and mindfulness i think is very very important in comedy where understanding what the words that you're going to say and how you're saying them impacts the audience in more ways than just laughs because you know some people like the people that tell fucking horrible jokes like horrible in the sense of like talking about dead babies and yeah. shit. Like Jeselnik knows exactly what he's doing. Yes. Even though I, he's not my brand of comedy. I'm not a huge fan of Jeselnik, but respect because he knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, and he's he's not just like yeah, there is like there is the shock value of it, but like the shock value isn't the joke. Like the he's still telling jokes. Like a shock I guess another huge pro tip. Shock value isn't humor. It's, yeah. Like he you can have humor with shock value. But it's not, it's not, it's, you know, just saying something shocking doesn't make it funny. Yeah, dude, you, you know, when you go to the store and you're like, you're looking for something that you don't usually buy all the time, you know, like the top shelf looks pretty good, but like, you know, peruse the middle shelf, you know, maybe there's some fucking banger hanging out in the middle shelf, you know? You never when know. When you're lo- reaching for, for punchlines, maybe don't go for like dead babies, maybe look in the middle, maybe find dead teenagers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and just really find your brand. I don't know how we got into fucking comedy advice. I don't know. It was, ra- we're wrapping up, I guess. Yeah, I think we're pretty much done here. Yeah, so one thing I want to say, though, um, because I have been a bad friend of my buddy Dan Umpton. I hope he doesn't mind me dropping this in here. But I recently watched a bunch of Dan's YouTube series. It's called The Doomcast, and his content is very high quality. It's uh, uh, it's more for like people that are into Marvel Comics, DC Comics, and into like that kind of geekery. Uh, however, he does do other bits on there, so... Anybody, honestly, like even especially if you're into into comic book stuff, but for anybody, I highly recommend go check out Dan Umpton's YouTube channel. It's called The Doomcast. I really, really would like to see him succeed. I'm a huge fan of Dan as a human being, and I love him as a comic. He's so funny, and his content is is great. And uh, I just wanted to pitch that because I want more people to watch The Doomcast, and Dan deserves everything that he gets. So. Agreed, 100%. Check out The Doomcast, absolutely. No disagreement there. Dan is a fucking amazing comedian. Wonderful human being, too. Yes, he's a great dude. Yeah, for sure. But on that note, though, we can uh, we can play it out. Uh, Iowa Pepper Company, for all intents and purposes, we'll end it on Matt. Iowa Pepper Company, we have some stuff germinating right now in the works. We're going to have some peppers sprouting up. It's going to be a few months. So you're probably not going to hear much from me about Iowa Pepper Company, but it still exists. Iowa Pepper Company is an LLC. You can't fucking take it. So bring it on if you want to try. But either way, though, that's all I got. Uh, so let's kick it off to Matt. Alrighty. Make sure you're going over to punandgame.com where you can find such podcasts as Fun Pun Gaming, Not Worth the Time, and of course, my personal favorite, Who Gives a F, as well as Returning Classics, Things About Stuff, and No Rational Thought. And make sure you check out my two archived podcasts, The Grove and Monster Jamboree. And of course, you know it, you love it, dropping every Tuesday, The Empty Parlor with Mr. Jeff Lynch and myself. And also, make sure you check out the Pun and Game Teespring where you can find such sick dope punning game gear as well as official the empty parlor gear as trippy shirt and the trippy hoodie yes i absolutely want to get one of those for myself as soon as possible also 
uh, check out my Lamb Like the Animal YouTube channel. I'm planning on doing more content as soon as I get moved into my new apartment. As soon as I get a new apartment, I am currently looking at one. I'm pretty sure I've got that on lock, but once I get settled and am back officially fully ready to go in Des Moines, you can expect more content there. But otherwise, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Later. Fuck you, tiny head Derek. Fuck you, tiny head Derek. Eat shit.